Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. Today's example is from a practice that is primarily pediatric-based. That's where most of the patients come from. And patient volumes have been down over the summer. You may say, well, you know, we expect more when sports start up in the fall or something like that. But the the approach that we took and some of the things we looked at to say, why are patients volumes down, particularly new patient volumes, I think is helpful for a variety of practices, and that's what I want to talk about today. So the graphic that comes with it, we what we did is we looked at show us when that the show us the age that the that the new patient was when they first came to practice. So I mean in, in this practice example, are we getting newborns, are we getting, you know, teenagers or, you know, grade school or whatever? And we could see some of that. But the point is we went back to data mine and said, okay, talk to me about the first patient visit at the practice. So if, if you're looking at code or trying to figure out how to do this in your practice, look for 9921345 to just start with, right? And maybe you're still building some console codes or whatever. There's some other new patient codes to grab. Or maybe what you're doing is you're seeing patients in the emergency room and then they come into the practice or whatever. But the question is, talk to me about that initial exposure to practice, how they find it. We've talked about urgent care on these podcasts before. Is that how they found our practice? Was it urgent care? And what we're really trying to understand is what's the typical pattern to see patients come into our practice and where are we deviate from that pattern? What's changed? Why are our new patient visits down? And so you might look at it by age, like this group did. You certainly might look at it by referral source if you're especially, right? I mean, where's the, where are these patients coming from? Who's my referring physicians? Are my major referring physicians changing? Did a referring physician you know, join a competing practice or join some, you know, a university or some other group that's, I'm trying to think of a nicer word than forcing, strongly encouraging them to uh, refer inside their network, that kind of thing? Is that what happened to our referral patterns? Have our referral patterns changed by city or by zip? And and can we maybe map that and see that? And say, is, it an, is it an advertising? Is it a marketing thing? Do we need to go south and, and do a better job? Is there a competing group that's coming the south or something different that's happened south of our practice that's causing this? Maybe it's an insurance, uh, like a payer kind of thing. And are we down on Anthem patients for whatever reason or United or Cigna or whoever it is? And can we see some of those things and can we understand where the the drop in new patients is and then try to drill back and figure out what's going on. Another thing this practice has done is to try to look at patients by type of diagnosis and try to have a sense for, look, we ought to have so many of these and so many of those every month and understand the variance based on the type of diagnosis. And ICD-10 did us no favors here, but if we can group ICD-10 codes together and say, look, here's a group of codes that represent this kind of patient versus that kind of patient and bucket them into, I don't know, six or eight different types of patient groups that I can say, all right, the reason we are down in new patients is this, this, and this. It's this it's this age of patient or it's this zip code or city or it's this referring physician or it's this referral source or it's this diagnosis or this whatever. If we can measure it, then we can manage it and get a sense for, all right, why are we not seeing these kind of patients and tater marketing efforts or tater outreach efforts or tater referral efforts, depending on what kind of practice you are and what you're looking for, to say, here's what I need to do to drive new patient volume in my practice. And it's really hard to do without data. And so again, the data to look for is to gather as much information as you can around how a patient got to my practice and how they move through the practice from there. We're going to talk more about that move through the process at uh, MJMA's Leaders Conference in Nashville next month. But 
to start with how they get to the practice and get as many metrics or as many pieces of information around that as I can. So if something drops, I can get a pretty good example of what dropped and how do I respond to it rather than just saying, dang it, we're down 10%. What do we do now kind of thing? particularly if you're using new patient volumes to drive procedures or surgeries and you anticipate filling next month's surgery hours with this month's new patients. I think it's critically important to understand where those new patients are coming from, where the volume is moving, and what you need to do as a practice to adapt to a changing marketplace and be successful in today's environment. I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today. 